Welcome to episode 11 of Ramble. Jeez, it's gone quick, hasn't it? Indeed it has. Definitely the, the time between podcasts now are, is ever-expanding. Indeed is such a superfluous word. But I do, I do like the fact that what's spurring us for new podcasts is people actually saying that they want to hear the next one. So maybe this is a good strategy. That's right. Well, I was in Melbourne over the weekend. The number of people, random people I haven't seen in months slash years who said, when's the next episode of Ramble? Can't wait for it. I was surprised. It's a nice way to keep in touch. Ben, you, 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 you're online? I'm getting isn't quite as positive, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. you live with Gemma, and Gemma doesn't feel for the podcast. Yeah, and we got mates in, <laughs> we got mates in Perth who are jealous. Gemma has no opinion. Gemma doesn't give me any opinion. Has I've she had negative opinions? Has she listened to an episode yet? No, she hasn't. She hasn't. Well, um, I'd like to start proceedings today because usually it's me who's who's hosting and the the topic. The creator. You, ben you, and I are organic. We, no, you're the uploader. What does Ben do? He's not even present in the same city. He slowly simmers bolognese. We've been told we must be swift this evening because he has a bolognese on the simmer. And based, based on last podcast, it's probably pickling or there's probably some sort of ridiculous cooking method that's going into it. Absolutely not. It's just a simple, hearty, wintery bolognese. Okay. I'm surprised. He lives in Perth in winter. It's 25 degrees. I know, and it's boring. But now, but nonetheless, I'd like to, speaking of food, actually, this is, this is a good segue to the first topic. So the first, we had dinner last night, mm-hmm. and there were six of us, and all of us standard Jewish round table. No meal is as per the menu. It's like something without cheese, something that's cooked a certain way, etc. Yeah. The waiter comes, asks... Uh, myself and Megan uh, the order and goes around the table but ceases to pull out a pad so now she's going by memory and so there's six menus six meals every person has changed the menu has changed the the, the person the, the thing that they're ordering for, the, for, the, for essentially a minor I, I don't know what it is a, a minor sense of impress that, that I'm supposed to feel for the fact that she remembers these meals it's the show it's the pageantry there's nothing wrong I, with that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. She backs herself. <laughs> you can back yourself in life. Did she get it right? Did she get it right? She came back to clarify. Mm. See? Well, I mean, that's just a poor performance, though, but it doesn't, doesn't mean it shouldn't be attempted. We d- I, think, I think a table of six, a waiter slash Tris, should be able to get it right. I don't and think... And you have to back yourself. The, the, the sense of, of what, she's w- or what she's wanting us to think, I don't know, being pressed or whatever, is not worth the risk. It's not worth the risk of getting it wrong and the embarrassment of coming back to clarify. Maybe she felt no embarrassment. Ben, I know you feel strongly about this because 90% of the, of the pleasure you derive from a meal is from the pageantry, correct? Absolutely. The theatre. <laughs> all of it. And, and in life, you've got to back yourself when the moment comes. And her moment is evidently the moment when she takes orders. Ben, is, that, much well, ben is slightly biased given that he's bulimic. So the food the comes up straight away. <laughs> it really is all about the show. If there was ten of us and she remembered no, every I, meal... I honestly think, I think it's an absurd thing to, to hate, her on, hate her for that. I mean, how wrong did she get it? I don't know if she got it wrong. She came back to clarify. Oh, was, uh, was, was this actually medium rare? Oh, you would have found out if you would have written it down. Uh, anyway. actually, I'll often do that on a date to impress. I what, will... what, one drink, well done. No, two drinks. Two drinks, or if there's food, I will close the menu and I'll go straight through the entree through to desert um, without looking at the menu. And so I'm able to do it. 
That's like that's like saying yeah, that oh, would impress Ben. I'd be I'd Ben would be all over me. I want to give you a pat on the back and say, well done. <laughs> give me more than yourself that. In. Oh, do me a favor. That's like going through a deck of cards, and remembering the first five. There's still way more to impress me. At least if there was ten of us, if there was ten of us, and they, and then, they it's, remembered, then it's worth it. Tip, and that's big saying from me. Yeah, that's you would tip. not tip easily. I would, and you know what's embarrassing as well? At the end of the meal, mm. she's you know when they give you. They give you, or like you give them the credit card, or they give you the machine. Yeah. And when there's tip, standard no tip button. But she's holding the machine, so I have to reach over and press the no tip button right in front, in front of, of her the face, whole table. right in front of her face. <laughs> so you should have told her why this is happening. <laughs> I think she knew it. So you're saying that if if there were ten people and she didn't take anything, any paper out and just took the orders, you'd respect that? No, I'd tip it. I'd res- more than respect. I'd tip it. Okay, but any less, she should take out a pad. Yes, or don't expect to get tipped. Interesting. I don't think she was expecting to get tipped. She was just doing it for internal, her internal challenge. Well, and she evidently failed. She, she, but she failed with the with the clarification. Anyway, so she'll be disappointed in herself. She'll go home, have a look, good long, long hard look in the mirror, and improve the next night. Simple. She's better for it. (laughs) Not really, because she's staring at an empty tip jar. Well, listen, all I can say is I wasn't impressed. Fair so, enough. as you would know, Ben's actually coming to, to Sydney this weekend, going to yes. some very nice restaurants. Oh, I have no doubt he'll take in a degustation or two. And and to tip, would you tip at a very expensive restaurant, degustation? I haven't actually oh, been to one. No, because because if, you, if you're aware of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the financial reward is, is not the main motivator. <laughs> I, I think for people providing the food and service, it is, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> What are you giving? If, if you're not, yes. if not financial reward, uh-huh. what are you giving? Uh-huh. Thank you for the pageantry, sir. Have a good evening. <laughs> well, it's a, a good question, actually. If you are on a dinner mm. with another couple, so there's you and another couple, so there's four people. Yep. Oh, it's what that means. Go on. Explain. Explain what is the, what's the um, the. I guess the the manners that you should like that you should undertake throughout the meal. So in other words, who should go for I guess who, who should reach in and take out the first uh, an arancini ball? Who should eat the last arancini ball if there's three arancini balls and there's four people? Mm. If there's an awkward conversation, well, often you leave it you leave it to the women, right? Particularly eat the last arancini ball. But we need we're larger, right? So we need I know the, that's the, the thing. sustenance, I, and I don't want to leave the meal hungry. So what no. do you do? What, what, ben would have a lot of experience with this. First arancini ball is a tough one, obviously, because you, you have to talk about it from your own point of view. But I think you got to wait sixty seconds. Sixty seconds, and Until then it goes go, cold, oh, and then you can. You like make a little joke about it. You're like, oh, oh, oh I'll jump in first, guys, and you take it. And then you've broken the ice, the balls are gone, and the dinner starts. But do people, I, but do people keep track? So if you are the first one to take down Chini, I, 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 I keep track too. I keep track, track as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've taken like two Arancini balls, you better not be taking two of them the next menu, and I keep track of that. Well, it's probably 30% of my focus throughout the meal, whether I'm getting my fair share. <laughs> yeah, if you get the crux of the conversations happening, but... Really, when these get high level, you're not focused because you got one eye on the arancini balls. Yeah, that's right. And this, and there's such a culture of share plates now. Everything's sharing. Sometimes I just want my own meal. You know, sometimes I just want to eat a steak, and I don't want to have to share it with anybody else. Yeah, that's... you don't need to share steak. No, steak think... is one thing. That's still a, a very unitary item. All right, I want my own curry, Ben. 
No, I like the share. No, I have different flavors. I went out to But then I'm worried about whether I'm getting my share. And often I'll be overly polite and leave hungry. And I don't want that. You could probably no, use... don't be silly, man. Most people are like that, so you just back yourself. It's all about backing yourself. <laughs> Barb's could probably use some meals where he leaves hungry. But I, know, I went I went to do with a couple, couple whatever, weeks or months back, and they had a pasta and a steak, and they sh- they cut the steak in half. It was quite an awkward, like... Because then you put the steak on the pasta dish, and it's full of, like, sauce, where, and it's... Where were you? Where were you? Sizzler? <laughs> Yes, and then we had the ice cream and self-serve afterwards. Oh, that was awesome. That was delightful as a child. It really was good. Why do you pile on the steak onto the pasta? Just eat half and then swap plates. I could have given that advice. That would have been very handy. And, and, no, and so if you – and so what happens if you – like let's say, for example, I'm in conversation it gets an awkward silence. Do you have a go-to? Well, during the meal, if you run out of conversation. Yeah, what happens then? That's my nightmare. Well, it, it's it's very interesting. It's like, do you let a, a, a meal languish, an evening languish in small talk? Or do you escalate to medium talk? So what's medium talk? Well, medium talk's like... Without a guard. Yeah, how's your marriage? Something like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's medium. Everyone's interested. Everyone's engaged in that. You're going to get a strong response. It's true. Yeah, and, and, and no one wants to be bored. I would appreciate that question. I'd say I'd put it to you that that's high-level talk because you're looking for a response other than, oh, yeah, it's going well. <laughs> you're looking for something more than that, which yeah. is just getting into the nitty-gritty of someone's sort of personal life. That's high-level stuff. Yeah, you need to ask open-ended questions. Like, like what? As part of your marriage, how do you deal with the fact that, you know, you never come out anymore? Mm. And then look to his wife. Oh, I've got something very interesting to discuss. What? So I was out. So it's related. Oh, okay. Because okay. I had a... Okay, Karen. Yeah, okay. I know you have a, like a, a run sheet question. and all that. No, stuff. I had a great question of that, Karen. Okay. Anyway, so I'm sitting at Coogee Pavilion with a mate the other night. And there's a couple, about 40 years old. And they're, they're out for an evening. I don't know if they're away from the kids. They're having a glass of wine and some pizza as you do there. Excellent pizza. And he's in fairly good nick. He's clearly taking care of himself. She has let herself go completely. So, he's obviously still at the age where, you know, he's going to have the urge for sex. But sex with her is not possible. There's no way that love is that strong, right? So, my question was, who's he having sex with? Because he would have the urge, but I, I, I just couldn't see any way that it was with her. And it was, it was I don't know, it was, it was interesting. Hey, is she so large that logistically it's difficult, or is it just an attraction thing? I think I think a bit of both. I think the attraction thing certainly, but logistically there were challenges. So basically, she's a nice chick. She must be a nice woman. She was she was large, Ben. She was large. She always been large. I don't know her. I saw her once. <laughs> she was sitting across the pavilion from me. In other words, did the, did the, did the, did the chair? Did you have to get an armless chair? She wasn't an armless chair, okay. correct? Okay. Yes. Okay. So then large. Yeah, it's a challenging situation. He must have found himself in. I don't know what you do you, in that sort of situation. You're assuming that, that, that that's not how they've always been. Maybe that's always... Maybe he's into, into the larger women. Or maybe he lost a lot of weight and is full of saggy skin. It's possible. Or it is, it a small penis. That's, that's, all, that's all possible. I guess I never really considered that. Maybe just... she doesn't grow hair down there. It's perfect. What? Maybe <laughs> she doesn't grow hair. Maybe she that's is... Enough for him to be maybe she's got alopecia down there and there's no, there's no regrowth, there's no spikiness. So alopecia is attractive to you. No hair, no hair down there is attractive. But 
You don't necessarily need alopecia for that to be the case. No, but if it's always, there's not a skerrick. It's not a skerrick. <laughs> that could be the dumbest thing you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the dumbest thing it's ever been said. So a trace of hair is enough for you to lose your erection. No one can I'm see. Like no one can see you nodding. <laughs> This is not me. This ah, is... this is the core of the, what the podcast well, always think, been. Who do you think he's having sex with then? I think he's having sex elsewhere because he was too relaxed. You know, he I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like he was just just too relaxed, and I think it goes to a, a, a deeper point where, like, if you're in a long term relationship, like you both kind of owe it to each other to keep yourselves in relatively okay condition, right? Just mm-hmm. as a respect thing. Yeah. And it's very difficult. How do you broach it if your partner were to let themselves go? Like, what do you, what do you say? <laughs> Oh, that's very a, difficult. It's that's a very difficult conversation to have, I imagine. Yeah, and, no, and 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 we're talking about if they go to like unreasonable, so it's like well, some serious girl. I, I hate to bring this up, but Gemma's had this conversation with Ben <laughs> <laughs> successfully. So how did she do it? It always comes up. I'm getting I'm getting a flurry of Facebook memories from like ten years ago, and uh, it is like a constant reminder of the girth that <laughs> I possessed. <laughs> but tell me, she's done well. Maybe we need to ask Gemma. Well, I think we probably should get Gemma on the podcast. She'd never agree to it, though. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We don't we don't have guests. <laughs> we don't like guests. I don't know. Um, well, the easiest way to lose weight is to just get a knee reconstruction. Then you just but you will lose all your muscle, not any Yeah, that's fat. not a good way to lose so fat. Then you become skeleton in the leg, and then and then and then fat on the tum. Sure. No, but everything everything starts sagging a bit more too. Oh, sounds oh, sounds, sounds attractive. So Ben's I've recently been, had. Gems compared me to looking, you know, when I'm when I'm in my my basic form, I look like <laughs> Mr. Burns silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Constructive or not. <laughs> that just makes me cry. <laughs> funny. Excellent. Anyway. So, I've just looked at... I, well, okay, I was going to ask another question around... around that's Because I'm really interested in, in terms of the couple dating part. Sorry to come back to that. Yeah, no, go for it. But when it's time to... When it's time for the, uh, for the meal to end, and everyone knows that it should be ending, but no one actually wants to say, okay, I'm just... Uh, uh, this is done. Conversation's finished. Mm. Now paid. I mean, no, sorry, this is actually probably prepayment, but it's time to actually ask the bill. But it's the awkwardness, like, flagging the waiter because it's then evident that you want the meal to end. Yeah, so, yeah okay. So what so do you, you say? You, well, you do it the way that old South African yes, couples we, oh, do it. How do they, how do, they do it, T? They go, yes, that was such a nice meal. Yeah, the, the knee tap. The knee tap. Yeah. Yes, and then just and then, <laughs> and then, and then say to their, their, their wife, like Merle or, or, or Sharon, Sharon yeah, yes, I've got an early morning tomorrow. I don't know how I can even digest. But that chicken, Merle, that chicken was to die for. And that's generally how I'm full, Sharon's full. Yeah. <laughs> Speak for your partner. But how would you do it, Ben? Excuse me? How would you get rid of that? You've been in many situations, more more than Barb's and I. I just think, you know, but you know that everyone knows, again, it's the same as Aaron Genie Ball. Everyone knows it's the time. 
So you just got to – someone's got to make the call. You just go, should we get the bill? There's Boom, always – yeah, In my experience, there's always like that, you know, 15 seconds of awkward silence before someone says, okay, that's – that's meal's done. Mm. Mm. It's, which I don't – which, yeah, which is which is interesting. But anyway. Is that with all people you go to dinner with or is it just those people that are mu- enough of a friend to eat with them? But not like a, a close friend. Yeah, Do you think, think they have the same issue with a close friend? No, it's not an issue. A close yeah, friend's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, you just speak no, freely. True. Anyway. Anyway, uh, uh, on to the next topic is um, something that I was thinking of. I don't know what made me think of it. But uh, lesbians. Interesting. So, oh, I'll tell you what it was. We're watching a movie and it's about lesbians. Anyway, irrelevant. Um... You know it's how – explain to me when a lesbian says, I had sex with my partner, what does that mean? Because to me, sex is the penetration. And so is it going down on the girl? Because I know that Barb's, Barb's number, if it was going down on the girl, would go from one to four if it was going down – if that was sex. I don't understand what you mean by that. I think you're trying to imply that I that I wouldn't go down on a girl. No, I imply that you've gone down on three girls and haven't haven't closed the deal. So that's the sex, right? Okay, sorry, I misunderstood the insult. Well, there we go. Now you've understood it. Thank you. So, they if if they go down on the girl, is that sex? Is is it strap on? Is it strap on? Measuring doggy. Measuring to climax. That's sex, but then but that's it's a different different definition of sex to wider society, to heterosexual society. I don't agree with it. You didn't have sex. So what is sex for lesbians, Tick? I think you're you, you know, well positioned to make this call. I would I would say strap on, <laughs> some sort of level of penetration. So, okay, all right, interesting. I don't know. I'd love to hear any feedback from the lesbian community if they, if they are listening. I'm sure they are. <laughs> we we we'd love to hear. Like a guy could say I had sex with a guy, and we all know what that means, and we know that it's not just sucking penis. We know what sex means. So why should a girl? Is it? Is it? Oh, well, because two men both have appendages, and when a man sees with a woman, someone has an appendage that can penetrate, yeah, whereas I've, they don't I've, have that. I've recently discovered that gay men, not all gay men, uh, have have sex in the bum. What do you mean? Like a like some are a top, some are a bottom. You station? No, no. Some some have never don't do either. They just they they do. You know, they Other do the, the sucking, the touching. They just don't do the penetration, penetrating. Interesting. I what? I that oh, my mind's been blown. Well, no pun intended. Well, it's not something, not something I knew, but oh, it's good to know. How, what? That's why not? You've got the G well, spot in the annals. Do you want? Do you want to do it, Dick? <laughs> good, then. Really good. What's this? Oh, I, I just to, because he's gay, just because someone's gay doesn't mean they necessarily want a penis in the bum. But but you've got access. To, it's pleasurable, assumably. There's plenty of straight guys that like to be and strapped why on. Why don't you do it? I take it back to that question. I I, I who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's leave it there. But I I used to have a um, <laughs> I used to have a, a gay neighbour, um, and it was like I used to see him over the fence. I used to call him Gay Wilson, you know, from Home Improvement. Mm. Yeah, mm, and he had. <laughs> he had a, what are you doing Ben he, he had a, a, a fantastic social life like a really tumultuous social life which I, I feel like like the gay social scene is far more interesting than the heterosexual scene 
Like, it's just a lot of cheers. It's like a soap opera. But really I would have thought that there'd be a lot of fucking in the gay social scene. And well, that's, that's, that's there was, that's why it was so interesting. There was like, a lot going on. Tinder, there'd be just cockpick, I mean, grow as a grinder. Cockpick, cockpick, suck, suck. Anyway, we spent too long on this. Let's oh, sorry, on. okay. Uh, well, we're at 20 minutes. Um, I've got one more quick topic before we get on to uh, final thoughts. And that's, I met a, a guy last Friday night, uh, a very good friend of, a mutual friend of all of ours, to a boyfriend. He's a DJ. Yeah. So, so I didn't, well, he actually owns a DJ business. So I, that's the first, my first point is, why introduce yourself as a DJ? You own a successful DJ business, say it. Don't. Yeah, but it's not as cool. I'm a business, I'm a small business. I don't know, I'm a DJ. He gets the same reaction as what you just got. Like, that's a bit weird for like a 35-year-old to be a DJ. But anyway, anyway. and a DJ at weddings. I'm not talking about DJ at Stereosonic here. What'd you say, Ben? Wetz is a DJ. He's 35. Who? Wetz. Wetz is like 60. What a stupid name. David Guetta. It's Guetta. Guetta. David Gunn. That's what he named himself. What a schmuck. Honestly, uh, just... That's his name, his friend. There's no way that his last name was Gunn. David Gunn. What's Gunn? Getter. That, that's what it means. Then you would know this, you're fluent in French. Well, why? My middle name means lion in Hebrew. That's a joke as well. Oh, Jesus. So anyway, so, do you, explain to me the skill that's involved in probably wedding DJs. Do you think that there's some, do you think there's some uh, mixing involved? Do you think it's literally a song? You change it. No, no. What, what, what are your thoughts? Their skill is not on the day. Their skill is in putting together a playlist that flows perfectly for a wedding vibe. But and they, they have to get to know the couple, to know what it's going to be, how it's going to flow. That's the skill. Don't, they, they just press play. So, so on the, no, but they don't just press play. There's a whole, there's the pageantry on the day. What you put YMCA, you put on the chicken. Yeah, band. but they're always flipping switches and moving their hands That's around. My, my thing is, they that doesn't do shit. No, but it's the it all comes. This has come full circle beautifully. It's all <laughs> about the pageantry. And Ben enjoys it. Well, Ben falls for that sort of nonsense. I don't fall for it. It actually ben, offends me because just be real. You're not being real with it. I don't get it. No. Ben. It's a multi-sensorial experience. Jesus. <laughs> oh, right, on that multi... On that, it's definitely, it's definitely final thought time. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, do you want to go first? Because you said you got you had a final thought. Yeah, I did. I did. So recently, as in last... Well, yesterday, <laughs> we, yeah. uh, we received a new set of bedding made exclusively from linen. And I have to tell you, it is was the best sleep I have ever had, period. The textural experience of a linen night's sleep is so superior to cotton, I cannot even begin to tell you. I didn't even know linen was its own fibre. I thought linen was was the thing. Yeah, it's bed linen, right? (laughs) I just think you slept with... I just think Ben slept with sheets for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise, slept really well. It's just straw. But it is soft. It's textured. It's it's warm. Is it, yet it's cool. Is it financially? Is it is it like is it seriously expensive, or is it just different? I Jim bought them. Oh, I so sleep in them. Oh, so that's probably beyond my budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, right, is this the thread? Like it's ten thousand thread or something? There's no thread. It's linen. 
Yeah, but I, think, I, don't count understand. I actually think you go over a certain thread count and it becomes like there's two a tipping steps. point. No, yeah, no, like no, like two. Like, have you ever slept in actual? Yeah, like silk sheets. Have you ever slept in those? <laughs> no. I'm sliding all over the place. <laughs> Where have you been? I've been in. I've been in silk sheets. <laughs> I've been in a waterbed? It wasn't a waterbed. <laughs> was it a circular one that rotated? No, but I was in them, and 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 to attempt lovemaking, on on a silk base oh, so is it was at the Brazilian sex hotel, wasn't it? It wasn't at the Brazilian <laughs> sex hotel. That's another you podcast. Get no purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like you're Tying trying on your knees. Like, you slip. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need to imagine. I've 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 been there. You try Ab- to get in and you just slip out. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Get onto linen. Get onto linen. There's so much purchase. There's too much, probably. There's probably lots of. I don't. Want, I don't want Gray's knees either. Like I want. I want something. Ben would have known. Between... He's lying on his back the whole time. He wouldn't know about any movement. And the knee reconstruction, okay? <laughs> yes, perfect excuse. I, I, I just. I just pity Gemma having to have sex with Mr. Burns, who's just at this point probably full of bed sores. <laughs> Yes, but we're both doing it on a linen bed, which is just magnificent. Oh, he's got you there. He's got you there, mate. And the beauty of linen, the beauty of linen, it gets better with every wash. What? How? Because it gets softer, oh. yet still maintains its textural experience. It's a multi-sensorial experience <laughs> once again. Well I need, I'm going to search for well done, this linen. My, yeah, the linen. My, my final thought is a something is a, it's actually a riddle. Surprisingly, oh, interesting. Um, it was an article I read today on LinkedIn about uh, Elon Musk's questions that he that he asks in any, in every interview. Oh, okay. So it's a quick one. Yeah. Uh, so if you were on the surface of the Earth and walked a mile south, then walked a mile west, and walked a mile north, and arrived at the same spot. Where were you? I stopped listening early on. Ben? Wait. Did you, wait, did you forget to say east? No. Or is that purposely different? Of course that's part of it, bruh. So, <laughs> you're on the surface of the earth. You walk, I don't know the answer if that makes you both feel any better. Which I probably well, doesn't. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Okay, so you're on the surface of the earth. Yeah. You walk a mile. Where else would I be? I mean, yeah. So, you're on a walk a mile south, a mile west, and a mile north, and you arrived at the same spot. Where are you? A mile south, a mile west, a, a mile, mile north, and then a mile like west. I feel like might be a no. bad thing to be watching us work our way through on a podcast. Yeah, well, I'm giving the listeners some time to think too. I don't know. Tick, where were you? North Pole. Well, yeah. Okay, I would have gone with one of the poles. Oh, okay, what? He's there. He's on the opposite side of the room saying answer. You can't. You're fired. Well, you weren't high. I wasn't high. Yeah, you, you, you walked out. If I got in an interview with Elon Musk, I'd won. Well, clearly not. Because I would have been like North Pole. No, I wouldn't. I was. I got it wrong. But no, you would have been fine. So um, interesting. That's interesting. So that's that's for our listeners. That was, that was, that was a, uh, a new one for our listeners. Uh, Bob's. Okay. My my thought is, um, if I'm and I've had this experience fairly recently, if I'm on a date and I realise early early on that it's not going anywhere and I don't want to be there, how long must I suffer through the experience? It's like an interview, at least a half an hour. Half an okay, half an hour. I'll do it. Half an hour is yeah, fine. Yeah, that's short. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very fun. short. Yeah. I was thinking more like an, an hour. hour. Yeah. You've got it. No, you've got to You've got to go through the evening. <laughs> 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 what? Make it a four-hour experience? 
Well, often often what I'll do early on is do the 3 p.m. coffee, right? Because the 3 p.m. coffee means that the date has to end at 4 because the cafes all close at 4. That's a good one. It's actually pretty smart. <laughs> didn't, yeah. you, like, didn't your, house, your, your friend go for like a nine-hour date one time? She did go for a nine-hour date, and that's a whole other podcast like about... Okay, I'm going to bring it up now, right? Because it's a really <laughs> interesting point. Let's say a woman is dating a guy and he refuses to sleep with her. As in, like, for a period of, let's say, five weeks plus. Is the bloke odd? <laughs> <laughs> a profound question. Well, it's just, it's it's just very, it's, it's very it's weird. weird. It's, it's weird. very, very strange. Ben, have you ever been in that position? Yeah, well, nothing I haven't. Did he have any um any reasons? Well, he's, for his cool, he's like a nice guy, which is weird. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Seems I've actually met the the young gentleman now, although I refused to meet him un, uh, until they'd slept together. Um, Interesting. Yeah, well, it's not That's serious cool. until he then. does have the wing tat, the tat, that the tats the the wing tat on the back, but yeah. uh, but um yeah, I think it's odd. I think I, th- I think it's odd. I think it's odd. But you know what? Maybe he's waiting for. Maybe it's an emotional experience. He doesn't want to cheapen it. You know. Oh, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even believe it. Put on the, I don't even put believe put it. Put on the strap on. Put on the fucking strap on, and have sex. You know what I'm saying? Well, it probably doesn't need a strap on. But anyway. No, she could put the strap on and deliver him. All I've got from this podcast <laughs> is that you like to be penetrated. That's not the case. Anyway. One day. One day. My computer's shutting down, so oh, we probably no. should. Uh, oh, okay. We probably should go. So that's episode eleven, everyone. Uh, hopefully, it won't be too long till episode twelve. Please, as usual, uh, sign up to the Facebook group, SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, review. Buy. We have been inundated. Yes. In, yes. Please listen and enjoy. Thanks, guys. Ciao. Bye.